last time on EO EO Show. Remember, well, now we just got to get Hans Montenegro to run for president. <laughs> <laughs> and I think we're gonna maybe tap him to, to guest here as well because he had some um, experiences going outside the country and living Absolutely. in Hong Kong for a while as well. So yeah. it would be good to have him here too and share his experiences. Aloha, Ihawaiians! Welcome to yet another episode of Ihaw Ihaw Show Season 3, Jill Red Question. So they say that a family that moves together stays together. So, agree ba kayo doon? At ano masasabi niyo yan? <laughs> And have you heard of any stories from your friends or maybe network where they were able to move abroad together as a family? May mga ganong success stories ba kayo na alam? Jill? Well... I do believe that a family that moves together stays together because it's really hard to maintain long-distance relationships, especially with your own family, right? Mm. Uh, yeah, it's it's just hard to maintain that uh, intimacy or like closeness. Mm. Uh, but I I didn't have any stories, but I. Like as a recruiter, I I do that to my candidates. <laughs> like I relocate somebody. Yeah, we move sila. So I relocate somebody to a specific place with their with their whole family. Red. Yeah, alam mo working in China. One of the challenges is maintaining friendships. Because we si flip yung guest natin last week, no? We call China as a, a bubble. Parang, it's just a lot. People just go there. It's just a, a transit place. So, madami na yung nami kasi I play volleyball in China. So, may mga times na uh, family sila tapos bigla nilipat sa ibang bansa. Mm-hmm. So, okay naman. I think na, na super close yung family nila. Actually, yung mga kids nila. Very interesting. Sa syempre yung ano, mean girls, diba si KD, homeschooled siya. Kasi pag-ipat-ipat ng work and Great answers, nice sharing. So, alam nyo guys, we will dwell more on those types of stories. Moving abroad with family, with our very special guest for today. So, Ihawaiians and our family, we are happy to bring you this episode entitled... Moving, Moving abroad, abroad with family. With family. This is Jill from Vancouver, Canada. Bienvenue, Hawaiians. Bon journey, bon nuit. Whenever you decide to listen to our show. At magpapadentista ka <laughs> And this is Ro S, Ro S from Auckland, New Zealand. Kia ora, Koto Katwa from Aotearoa. And you are with... The Ihao What's your biggest regret in your life? I think my biggest regret was that I didn't experiment more as a, as a child. To a certain degree, I was so focused that I was not open to thinking well, maybe I should also take some business courses. Maybe I should also take some finance courses. I regret not being a little more uh, open-minded. That's, I think, the word. Um, and obviously, I cannot turn back time. Mm-hmm. But now that I have the opportunity to give my children uh, uh, that kind of broader perspective, that's one of the reasons why I agreed to move to Hong Kong. Mm-hmm. Uh, not just for my career, but 
I wanted my children to have a broader perspective that the Philippines is not the center of the universe, uh, that there are many cultures, that are many different types of people. Um, that is, you know, remember who you are, but remember that you are just one of many. And the, the more you're exposed to different people, the more you are open-minded and tolerant mm -hmm. of differences. Okay. Our guest for today is a former actor and model na star. You eventually established wow. a career in the corporate <laughs> world, particularly in the human resources space. So currently, he's a chief operations officer for the IT delivery centers in Asia for Manulife. Some years ago, Jill and I were colleagues with him. Technically, we were on the same team in Northgate Arinso, Philippines. Oh yeah, both of you. Business we operations. Off. Correct. And we were working um, with Darcy, um, who has been our previous guest as well. So, Hawaiians, Red and Jill, we are very honored to have him. And let us all give him a warm welcome, Mr. Hans Montenegro! Hello, good afternoon, aloha, good afternoon. nihao ma, bonjour. <laughs> Lahat na! <laughs> Hello, Papi, and thank you so much for, agree for agreeing to guest on our show again. So, kamusta ka ngayon? No problem. Kamusta ka ngayon? I'm okay. Uh, Your hello, family so... in these crazy times. Okay naman. I mean, um, we obviously got locked down in Metro Manila. Uh, nung nag lahat to. Um, but we were just fortunate enough na sometime in uh, June, nung nag-GCQ, um, we have a property in Subic, uh, so we decided, wala naman nangyayari sa Manila, naka full work from home naman kami. So, we moved to Subic for now. Uh, so, hello from Subic Bay in Olongga Bay. Nakapag-beach kayo dyan? Yeah, when we arrived, there were only two uh, public beaches that you could access na super strict yung social distancing. Pero at least, di ba? Uh, you have access at least to the, the sea. Medyo kailangan mo lang i-plan yung, yung dalaw mo kasi napupuno agad uh, and limited yung space. But uh, yeah, it's, it's compared to staying in Manila, it was better than nothing, right? But I think what um, my I think what my family appreciates more here is um, the open spaces kasi nakakapaglabas kami ng bahay we're able to walk around uh Enjoy, enjoy nature, kind of the sea. We can enjoy uh, the, the forest because it's a lot of the property dito. So yeah, it was a it was a change of scenery. I think the important thing for most of us, deba, sa ngayong panahon, dapat malakas ang internet. So when I was able to get the connectivity um, uh, sorted and, and arranged. Uh, it was an easy move. I mean, so big okay, self-contained. There are groceries, right? I mean, all, all, your, all your basic necessities are here. So, mm -hmm. yeah, it's been it's been a nice welcome change. I'm still working, you know, a uh, full 9-10 hour day, uh, Monday to Friday. Malaking, malaking na lang, like during the week and you can really go out and just uh, detox. <laughs> True. At saka, ang saya nung ang saya nung accessible yung nature and everything. You know, yung malinis na hangin, tsaka yung mga masaya. Correct. 
Coming yeah, from a country na malinis ang hangin in general. <laughs> yun, 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 yun nga. I mean, it's a... Swerte kami. I, I, I'll be the first one to say that. Because I know, marami naman sa ating mga kababayan, di ba? They're really, what, month six na na nakakulong sila sa kondo or nasa syudad. Yeah. Hindi makauwi ng probinsya. So, uh, it's it's pure luck and that we were fortunate na um, we, we remembered na, oh nga pala, no, there's a... <laughs> We have a property there that's, oh nga, no, why don't we consider that? Kasi wala naman nangyayari sa kanila. Mas konti, obviously, yung cases dito. Kasi nga, yeah. hiwa-hiwala yung mga bahay. It's not very densely populated. Mm-hmm. So, And are the COVID cases relatively lower? For sure? Very low. Single, very single low. digit. Talaga. Siguro kung sa, sa Manila, di ba, what, what do you have? 3,500 a day? Mm-hmm. Uh, I think in Subic, if you get one or two a week, madami na yun. And then oh, wow. usually asymptomatic. So, That's yeah. good. Okay, puta tayo dun sa actual first question ko sa iyo, no? Sure. <laughs> Can you please give us a summary of your career um, journey? Particularly, we're interested about the period when you decided to move to Hong Kong with your family and then went back again to the Philippines. Yeah, so uh, I was working for Manulife. Uh, well, I worked for them in 2014. And then toward the end of 2015, um, in the course of just my network within the regional uh, office as well as in the different countries, an opportunity opened up in the Hong Kong office toward the end of 2015, which I applied for, got accepted. Uh, and I took that opportunity because one of my uh, one of my aspirations or career goals was always to work in another Asian country. I mean. I was born and raised in the Philippines. Um, I did my master's degree in the States. I worked in the States before coming home. Um, and then ever since I've been home, parang for me, my aspiration was if I could find work in another country in Asia naman. Kasi parang I've done the States, I've been there. Uh, I could do it again easily, but I wanted to expand my horizons. And so when the opportunity in Hong Kong opened up, uh, I jumped at it, and I was fortunate enough na I got I got chosen for the role. Um, it was obviously uh, me and my whole family that were going. I mean, Manulife is very good about you know relocating the whole family, right? Um, I wanted it not just for me, but I wanted it for my children to broaden their perspective. Because although my parents were um, fully uh, invested in, in 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 travel for us children from a young age, so we were fortunate enough to see other parts of the world from a young age. Um, when as I grew up, parang I realized na I was also nervous to leave my comfort zone in the Philippines until after college na. Um, and in a way, parang in hindsight, sabi ko, you know, sana I wasn't so scared to leave. Sana I took more chances. Sana I. I told my parents, yeah, why don't I do a year abroad like when I was in my teens or something. I think it would have enriched my sort of uh, perspective a lot more. But anyway, tapos na yun. So as a father, I wanted to make sure I could give that to um, mm. my children. So yun, yung Hong Kong, you know, I did my research and I, I traveled around the whole island. Um, it's very different. Hong Kong the tourist is very different from Hong Kong to, through a residence eyes, right? Um, the schools there are, are extremely uh, 
high quality international schools. There's a very, very uh, vibrant outdoor sporting community. They're an island, just like the Philippines. Um, there's a lot of things you can do. There's a very great community. Tama yung sinabi ni Red na medyo, I think in, in like in Shanghai uh, or in China, Hong Kong is predominantly, you know, there's a lot of transients kasi people come in and out. They do work assignments there. They're assigned there for three years and then they leave. They go back to their home country so they get reassigned. But what I quite liked is that at least in the community we were in, everybody knew that the time was finite. So um, you you made friends very easily, um, and you could tell sino yung mga gusto mong kaibiganin na yung totoong tao na you know there are also families like you that are there for a while, um, and while you're there you make the most out of it and you forge friendships because obviously none of us have friends in Hong Kong or relatives that we do in our own countries. Um, so yeah, and then after three years, um, another opportunity opened up in Manila. Uh, I was asked if I would be interested. It was out of HR. It was a chief operations officer role, but it was in the IT shared services where I have a background in BPO and shared services. So I kind of made a decision on whether I can stay in Hong Kong and stay in HR, or um, I can move out of HR uh, to a, essentially a bit of a promotion. But it would be back in my home country. And believe me, I thought about it long and hard. Um, and I won't mince words. I was not happy with how the country was being run, obviously. Um, so it was a big decision for me. Right? Para ano, uuwi ang ko ba yan? Eh, in a way, inalisang ko yan. Eh. Um, so, yeah. <laughs> why, would, why would I know if you go back there? Diba? Uh, anong mas importante? The future of the kids? Um, you know, ituloy natin yung pangarap to, to get a residency in Hong Kong or do I put my career kind of as the main decision process uwi ka ng Manila um, you know, it's your country it's very easy to go home you can, you'll obviously be able to do a lot for your company kasi you know so much about the industry but, yun nga are you willing to give up your dream? are you willing to give up your, your life in Hong Kong because you know, the kids love Hong Kong. Umiyak sila nung, nung umuwi kami. Um, Ay, talaga. You know, and, uh, and, and what, but in a way, blessing in disguise, right? Because we all know, nagkagulo sa Hong Kong. Oh yes, the like months after. Like, uh, siguro mga five months after yata. When you yeah, so it yeah. was so, a good decision then. <laughs> well, I, I don't, I'm not in the process kasi I, I, I don't have the habit of second-guessing my decisions naman kasi na parang sana ganito, sana ganyan. Yeah. If you make the decision, you commit, diba? You're not, wala namang magandang lalabas sa pagsisisi, diba? Hindi mo naman, you can't turn back time. So I made the decision. Yeah. Um, and the role has been very challenging. Um, I'm still extremely unhappy with the way this country is being run, but I've learned to live with it. But we're here and we're making the best of it. Right? Uh, that's really just it. What else can you do? Yeah. I'm just curious about what your other half felt when you made the decision. Are you on the same page with her? Like, how much did your wife had to weigh in into making that decision of moving to Hong Kong? Um, well, re- realistically, uh, she was a little surprised because we had just moved into a, a house that we had built, which she's an interior designer, so major 
you know, baby na yung bahay na yun because it's it's finally she's designing a space that's hers. It's not a client, right? Six months pa lang kami and then I told her, guess what, we're moving to Hong Kong. She was a little reluctant. Unlike me, she had never lived outside the country. Mm. Um, you know, she did maybe a three-week uh, trip to Singapore um, when she was younger. But yung full relocation, she's never experienced that. Whereas I have. Um, so she was nervous, obviously. Uh, like anybody, you cannot fault. Andito yung parents niya. Um, comfort zone wise about this this is where she was this is where she made her name and her career in, in interior design so obviously yeah, going exactly. to Hong um, you know you'd have to it's a parang start from zero it's not like your degree in interior design in the Philippines would be honored in Hong Kong um, you know plus there's the language barrier obviously because they do speak Cantonese and we do not um, although mo- in most places in Hong Kong naman they really do speak English so um, you know I, I kind of told her I'm like look I really want to do this for, for for me I'm not gonna hide that I want to do it for the kids right so I sad to say I, I know it sounds hard I wasn't taking no for an answer we're going <laughs> uh, end, end of discussion you know the sooner you get on board with it the easier it will be for you but we're going um, it was just me, uh, you know, and it wasn't a question of "di ka." Of course not. Of course not. Yeah. Right, It's uh, we can make this easier. We can make this hard, you know. And by that, by hard, I mean you can fight it, you can resist it, or you can get on board and make the best of it. Mm-hmm. And, you know, credit to her. We made the best of it. Yeah, that's that's my next question actually. So, when you moved with her and your kids in Hong Kong, at what at what point did did she feel like okay, this is actually a good decision? Like she uh, it took her a while. Siguro for her, manjo, almost a year. Hmm. Um, you know, because for me, uh, it was very black and white. I was moved there by the company. I had a job. I knew exactly what I had to do. By virtue of working there, I made friends with my office mates. Um, and mas bibo din naman talaga ako. So I made friends with my neighbors. Kasi nga, in my head, uh, andito na tayo eh. Right? Let's make the best of it. I don't, I don't want to hear talk about, ay hindi, pa, hindi kasi siya Pilipinas, hindi tulad sa Pilipinas, hindi tulad sa ganyan. Ay, that's not why we moved here to to try to replicate a life in the Philippines. We need to understand and adapt to how life is here, right? We lived in a much smaller space, but we made it work. Uh, we, uh, obviously, you know, the amenities that we were used to in the Philippines, I mean, we didn't get a car in Hong Kong, right? Um, yeah. The closest thing we got was dinala namin yung isa naming yaya. <laughs> so, oh, really? I, I, paid for her, I paid for her work visa so she came over so that Kasi the kids were very young, so um, mm-hmm. uh, you know it, it didn't cost much. To be quite honest, it didn't cost much to to, to, to bring her over. And we, she was more than happy, and I wanted to give her that opportunity. Also. Yeah, lucky her uh, to work abroad. Although she worked na in the Middle East before coming to work for us, so hindi siya between me and Yaya sanay na kami. <laughs> uh, si si wifey was the one that took a while to adjust, but when she adjusted, dalamu she loved it. She she really got the hang of it, how efficient Hong Kong was. You know, everything is digital, everything is, you can oh, have it delivered, no. you can have it done. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, you know, I think the, the, the worst mistake people make when they move is parang, and ako personally, when I 
I'm here in the Philippines or I'm in Hong Kong kasi may makakarinig ako ng dayuhan na magre-reklamo na well in our home country I'm so tempted to say eh di bumalik ka dun <laughs> diba? kaya ka nga umalis eh actually yeah, stop, yeah. stop complaining stop whining um, I get it we're Filipino when we in our own household of course there will be things we will do that are obviously a reflection of our culture pero yung pumunta ka sa ibang bansa tapos wala ka nalang ginawa kundi mangumpara umalis ka na lang yeah diba um, you're there presumably to to learn about another culture to broaden your perspective i understand it's very difficult to get out of your comfort zone but to cling to it naman like that na nakatira ka na doon ilang taong ka nang ansat kasi hindi ka pa that's the, it's a wrong mindset yeah yeah, yeah. i fully agree yeah. there are there are things that are better and there are things that are worse when you move you take the good okay. with the bad i mean there are many things in in home and there are many things about the philippines that i missed when i was in Hong Kong. But did I did I, did I make myself bitter and miserable? Of course not. I miss it. Siyempre, dadalawa ko sa Pilipinas ang lapit-lapit. Edi, magsasawa ako doon sa mga nami-miss ko in Manila. Tapos balik ako ng Hong Kong. Kasi I promise you, pag land mo sa Hong Kong, airport pa lang, talbog na, di ba? Totoo. I completely forgot the Philippines the minute I landed in Hong Kong. Kasi parang, hello! Uh, airport efficiency, door to door. I'm in my house in less than an hour from the time the plane lands, and I took public transport. And you take the good with the bad. Yeah. Like it. <laughs> yeah. Besides that, any other major discoveries na you had, like na ah, ibang iba to dito, no? And were there like any major challenges that you and your family had to go through and overcome that are worth sharing? Um, I think. Diba? Coming from the Philippines, you do live in a bubble. I will say that um, very candidly, depending on you know your household or whatever. If you grew up with yayas and helpers or diba, uh, or extended family, there's damn tao sa household mo. So when we went to Hong Kong, kung kumbaga kapricho na nadinala namin si yaya, diba? Pero everything else is pretty much DIY. Uh, and in Hong Kong, you're nobody, right? Meaning. Kung sa Pilipinas, meron kang mga kilala, may network ka, di ba? may mga connection ka. In Hong Kong, talagang, eto na, dito natin makikita what you're made of. Kaya mo bang mag-survive na wala dyan yung network mo, wala dyan yung mga connection mo, wala mm-hmm. dyan yung mga pakiusap-pakiusap mo, right? Do everything by the book. Uh, because you'll be surprised. Because again, in Hong Kong, which is my my experience, the, 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 the processes are there in Hong Kong that are designed for everyone to follow and it works right so you don't really need connection hindi mo talaga kailangan ng pakiusap because if you follow it it works and I kind of like that I found myself really enjoying that kind of lifestyle I don't I don't mind na kasi sa Pilipinas isang tawag sino kilala natin if we need to get something done diba doon wala wala kang ganon pero sundan mo yung proseso everything works I like that I enjoy that I prefer that na walang no walang VIP treatment right I come back here and it's like hay nako napaka inefficient napaka bureaucratic <laughs> I really have to I really have to go back to what I know to get things yeah. done right I really do have to call somebody I really do have to leverage my network kasi kung sundan mo yung proseso dito aalikabukin ka yeah right it's never it's never gonna get done here so again you adjust to the yeah. you adjust to where you are in Correct. Hong Kong, I was perfectly happy just do it, lining up like everybody else, doing everything like everybody else. 
I'm just enjoying it, right? Kasi um, magagawa naman siya, eh, no? And actually, nagagawa. I think, it works. I think that's one of the major discoveries ng Filipinos kapag nag-abroad sila, especially um, to first world countries, I suppose. Kasi talagang yeah. may process, fine. But if you follow it, magagawa at magagawa na mas mabilis, exactly. efficient. <laughs> exactly. And all of you that are living outside of the Philippines now, I'm sure you all agree, right? Na, the only reason somebody from the Philippines might not be comfortable with that is siguro sanay sila na hindi sila naghihintay or hindi sila pinipila or sanay sila na may tinatawagan sila na may runner o may gumagawa para sa kanila na when they go to a country with actual working processes simpleng sunod lang ng batas naiilang na sila but eventually di ba? I mean people who live there long term they get it they follow it and yun nga yung irony, di ba? Pag nasa ibang bansa, ang Pilipino, ang galing sumulod sa batas, pagbalik sa Manila, labas lahat ng sungay. Yeah. Um, yeah, it's so sad, though. <laughs> um, the other, sorry, the other thing is, uh, we realized that we could live with a lot less. Kasi in Hong Kong, real estate is very expensive. So we came from a house um, to a, a condo that was basically mga 135 square meters, which by Hong Kong standards is already very big. But, siyempre, for us, it's very compact. And we learned to live with much less. Yeah. Uh, to the point that when we got back to Manila, parang, alam mo, da- kung dati-dati, nangangarap tayo na bumili tayo ng bahay, na ganito, kalaki, parang, ang unang pumapasok sa utak ko ngayon, kailangan mo ng bahay. Ang hirap din na planisin yan. Oh my gosh, <laughs> ako din. Ganyan na rin yeah. yung mindset ko ngayon. <laughs> How much space do you really need? Diba? Actually. Para, yeah, exactly. Kung dati-dati, kuha tayo ng bahay para yun. Know, para pag may mga bisita tayo, bakit? Hindi naman tayo events place. Hindi naman tayo party planner. <laughs> And now with COVID. Sa pa yun. We learned to live with a lot less, I guess. Uh, which was a which was a great adjustment period. Now, when we came back to Manila, obviously, there are certain parts of Manila life na bumalik then, right? Um, just to make lives, life a little easier to bear. Pero, I, I would not think twice. As a matter of fact, I'm, I'm kind of like getting that itch na nagahanap na ulit ako ng, oh, mayroon pa bang opportunity to work somewhere else? Uh, tinitignan ko yung job boards ng Manulife Canada. Meron ba ako maliligipatan dyan? Canada daw dito. Vancouver. Hindi, Toronto yung head office namin eh. Oh. Hans, mapunta tayo dun oh. sa... Um, because you've uh, based on like what we observe sa mga social media posts mo no you have like a very active lifestyle you're into sports you're into a lot of physical activities yes. when you went yes. to hong kong um how were, were you able to pursue those um activities and if yes paano niyo na discover kung saan meron ay grabe hong kong is extremely uh, uh physical Hindi mm-hmm. uh, mo akalain pag-turista ka kasi panay-shopping at kain lang ng Kaya nga eh. Doon, yeah, yeah. But again, once you dig deep, first of all, my office mates, magtatanong lang ako, hey, so I brought my bike. Do you know where I can bike around here? <laughs> diba? Ay, nako. Before I know it, ang dami ng biglang forums, chat groups na pwede kong salihan. To the point na, if you're not careful yeah. in Hong Kong, um, kailangan mo matutut tumanggi. Kasi ang daming grupo. Alright. Um, and there's an activity oh, nice. for almost everything. Like I wanted to know where I could play tennis, right? Hindi naman ako magpapakamember sa mga sport club dun na exclusive kasi ang mahal-mahal. Pero ang daming public tennis uh, courts. 
So, and then you get into a Viber group or a chat group na doon pala sila naglalaro every week. So, ang daling makahanap ng grupo. Sa biking, ang daling makahanap ng grupo. Um, so, and Hong Kong, again, is incredibly connected to the point that if you just Google something like boxing in Hong Kong, because I love to, to box, ang daming lumalabas, tas tawagan mo, Uh, give them a call, puntahan mo, magbubulat ka, yung mga trainer ng boxing, Pilipino lahat. <laughs> uh, <laughs> of course, Manny Pacquiao. It was not hard at all to, to find all the physical stuff. I learned, I actually ended up learning a lot more new physical stuff uh, in Hong Kong because uh, of the vibrant kumbaga, uh, recreational sports. Grabe. I can actually agree kasi last time nag-training lang ako sa, sa Hong Kong eh. I, I think around 5 or 6 days lang ako. But one of those nights, oh. I was able to play volleyball. Doon lang sa meet-up, nag-check lang ako sa mga meet-up na groups meet na mayroon regular na nag-play ng volleyball. Mag-sign up ka lang and everything. I was able Correct. to do that. So yeah, maraming mga activities. I think na to be fair, there. to be fair, sa Pilipinas ngayon, madami na rin. Super dami. I mean, bike forums, uh, climbing forums, madami, madami na rin. But if the question is, how did I sustain that in Hong Kong? It was not hard at all. That's good. Nice. That's good. Uh, I'm just curious because we had Darcy here uh, before in the show and he told us that it's hard to get good talent now in IT. Um, mm. And being in the HR in field, in the Philippines, for, no, in the Philippines, uh, being mm. in the HR field for quite some time, and now in, in IT. In your opinion, do we still have great deal of talented resources within the Philippines, or we're losing them? Are we losing them? <laughs> uh, we're so. I'll take that question in two parts. We definitely continue to produce good talent, and yes, we're definitely losing them um, because. Again, um, you know, um, the industry has the industry here caught up with what they're worth. And dito, you know, I'll hire a developer. Some sabihin natin, mga developers ko. And I, I, I made it a point to pay above market rates. Um, so my developers, let's say, will make anywhere from 90 to 150. But then uh, they'll go to, uh, they'll get a job offer in Malaysia and the offer is like 250. 300 or in Singapore, the equivalent is like 250, 300. And what I kind of do is I sit down with them and I and I tell them, you know, um, coming from somebody who's traveled, I think you need to see the other side of what that job offer is. You might be getting offered twice as much, but you're also going to be spending a tremendous amount of money because property in those places is not cheap. Unless you have somebody you can live with, where you mahakatipit ka talaga. Wag kang malula masyado dun sa sa laki ng job ng salary mo. Kasi laki salary, laki gastos. Totoo yan! In the end, in the end baka mas konti pa yung natitira sa'yo at the end of the month. Yeah, that's right? true. Um, oh my God. But yes, we do have, we do continue to have a lot of good talent in the Philippines. Yung iba, you're really not going to stop them from leaving. Someone like me, may pangarap din just to work in another country, not forever, but maybe for a few years. Mm-hmm. You have to let them experience it, right? Uh, madami rin ako ni-recruit na ni-repatriate ko. So I, I talked to a few na in Singapore na willing to go home. Kasi na-realize din nga nila na mas malaki nga sweldo dito, but after my rent and after my food and yeah. after my recreational expenses, in fact, 
mas maliit yung natitira sa akin na either savings or ikailangan ko pang magpadala sa Pilipinas to my family. Parang net-net, hindi rin eh. And then a lot of the times when we make them a job offer, I ask them, oh, let's talk. Specific numbers, di ba? Uupa ka ba pag dito sa Pilipinas or meron kang matitirahan? And in the end, sometimes, pag umuwi ka sa Pilipinas with the salary I'm offering you, which is, I offer them a, a fair and actually a high salary, mas madami pa silang iipon dito, mas malapit pa sila sa pamilya nila. So, it, it all crosses out. We still have some pretty good talent in this country. I will not dispute that. Now, unfortunately, across the board, this country is not very good at keeping talent. I, and I will say that very, very pointedly and candidly and bluntly. It's um, it's only a few companies that realize what their people are worth, that have their own little initiatives in that company of what we can do to keep our people. Uh, either we rotate them, if they're, if they're a multinational based in the Philippines, we rotate natin yan to one of the countries. Ibigay mo sa kanya yung, yung rotational assignment niya para ma, maranasan niya din yung magtrabaho abroad. Huwag lang yeah. siyang mag-resign from the company. Babalik din yan. Yeah. Not every company thinks like that. Eh. Uh, and a lot of people, unfortunately, in the HR profession, because even if I'm in operations, I still have a chat with my HR team. And para sa kanila, eh, wala, hindi natin ma-afford yung offer niya dun eh. Sabi ko, alam mo, you're never going to match the offer if it's just peso to peso. Obviously, mas malaki yung offer. Yeah. You have to give them insight on, on what they're going to give up and what they're going to gain by leaving the country. Yet, yeah. Don't 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 look at it from a number of zeros perspective on a job offer. Matatalo ka talaga. How can you compare dito 150 ka doon 300? If you don't know how to have that conversation about 300 pero matitira na lang sa iyo at the end of the month siguro 15,000 after all your expense. Right. Diba? Parang, so the HR folks then have to have a broader perspective but you can't fault them because if your HR person hasn't also traveled and hasn't also experienced what we have experienced tayo on this forum how are they going to be able to make that argument then or that discussion hindi rin right so it's a catch 22 um, yeah we, we gotta do a better job of keeping our talent but you can't just rely on HR I think we have to we have to tap into the, the other leaders in that company, for example, that can shed some insight on, oh, ganito yan. This is what you're going to experience. This is what you um, have to be careful about. This is what you, but these are the benefits. Ganyan. So, kanya-kanya, kanya-kanya. But it's companies that keep their talent. But the country itself, it's, it's, wala, it's, yeah, it's management says, from a company level and the country level, I suppose. <laughs> level, yeah, exactly. How we treat our nurses, how yeah. we treat our health workers. Yeah. Wala, yeah. We can't blame them for leaving. Oh. And ngayon nga, bawal umalis, di ba? Or pwede na ba? <laughs> parang diba inayos, na ni, inayos na ni Duterte na parang yeah. pinapayagin na nila. It's, it's so inhumane. And I, I, I saw it firsthand kasi Ako nga, nag-register pa ako sa POEA when I was gonna move to Hong Kong and I went through the process. I went yeah. through the process. Oh my gosh. And then when I was getting the visa for my for our yaya to come over, um, I, I naranasan ko yung buong proseso na parang, alam nyo, nagahanap lang ng oportunidad yung tao sa ibang bansa. Grabe natin pahirapan yung mga kababayan natin. Oh my gosh, um, we, we are not a country that has reviewed our processes on how to make it 
easy for our countrymen to find work abroad. Eh, ang sagot naman yan, di ba? Kung talagang ayaw nyo silang umalis, ano ba yung ino-offer nyo sa kanila for them to stay? Eh, kung ang sagot ay wala din naman, then get out of the way. Yeah. Diba? Make it make it better and easier for our countrymen to find yeah. work abroad. Kasi yung remittance nila, papakinabangan din naman ng bansa. As it, as it is ngayon, ang mga OFWs natin, talk about the completely abused, underappreciated population. The, the, the things they have to go through just to get their visa, just so they can leave for a legitimate you know, job opportunity. Tapos pagbalik, everything that they, they're made to go through, akala mo suspect or criminal eh. Parang ano ba? Eh, you know, if yeah. you review the contribution of remittances to our economy, my gosh, dapat nga sa'yo mga yan, may VIP lane yung mga yan eh. Totoo. Diba? Yeah. If you're talking hey. contribution to the, um, the economy, ah, yan, yan hey. dapat as in pedestal. True. Hey, let's yeah. play a game. Before we... Malapit na tayo matapos. So, um, ang yeah. game natin, sabihin mo lang um, which one is better, Philippines or Hong Kong on the following categories. Magsa-start si Jill. Okay. Okay. Uh, food. Ooh. <laughs> uh, I will say the Philippines has caught up. Okay. Okay. Travel or vacation? As a destination? Yes. Or yes. Uh, like uh, experience and uh, destination. Yeah, experience and destination. Between Hong Kong and the Philippines, mm-hmm. uh, wala, wala pa rin tatalo. Well, I'm an outdoors guy more than a shopper. So, for me, walang tatalo sa Pilipinas. <laughs> Pilipinas yeah. Okay, 2-0. <laughs> um, weather. Weather. Uh, I'm gonna have to give that to Hong Kong because they actually have seasons. They have, okay. uh, well, yung winter nila is like, extreme baggy weather for us. Mga 10 degrees. Yeah, I know you Canadians and Kiwis are laughing but you know, <laughs> in the Philippines, 10 degrees is already go. In Hong Kong, Ta-ta. Yeah. Sports. Oh. Nah. I, I think for the sheer variety, accessibility, and ease of being able to pursue whatever sport, Hong Kong pa din. Um, siguro last na to, People. Oh, jeez. Uh, wow. Um, like people in general? Yes. Yeah, people um, in general. Pwede naman both. Hong Kong National pwede versus Philippines. <laughs> yeah, pwede naman tayo. <laughs> yeah, may, may mga pros and cons yan. Nobody is warmer uh, and nicer than the, the Filipino, right? But, uh, mm. Your, your general Hong Konger has uh, has their own qualities. Then, eh? they're, they're they're very they're, they're they're very honest. They're very candid. They're very direct to the point. What you see is what you get. Uh, they're not hindi sila yung machika na mapolitika na ang dami pang drama. So hindi ba yun? Mas cut and dry sila. Yeah. Uh, it, it it depends sa personality mo. I I enjoyed the Hong Kong 
personality din. But they're very can-do. So, okay, Hans. Mabuputol na tayo. Sorry. <laughs> okay. Thank you very much for joining us. Salamat sa maraming insights. So, guys, this has yep. been your Iyaw Iyaw Show with Jill, Red, and Hans and Roes. Um, join us again and in our next episode. Be brave and stay safe, everybody. Thank you very much, Hans. Thank you Take so much. Red okay. uh, went to his dentist appointment. <laughs> Thanks okay, very much. Bye. Thank you very much. Bye.